Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And rock as it is Wednesday, it means it's time for Wednesdays with Willie. Being brought to you by Reese Powers and his powerful team at Joseph Chevrolet. Willie, let's ask you to put your lawyer hat on for just a minute. And let's talk about this Joe Mixon case. What's the culpability situation here in your eyes? Well, you know, I've made some copious telephone calls to get the inside scoop. It appears that they believe Joe Mixon was himself was not present in the home. There were about five other characters in there. And uh, they have a nice security system that lit up when these five or six kids ran around in their dark clothing about 9 p.m. at night playing this damn Nerf thing. And uh, what occurred is that uh, someone in there believed that they were it was a home invasion, mm-hmm. that they were going to be experiencing. What was the name of that one... Uh, defensive back in Miami that's uh, very popular that his home was invaded tied him up tied up the his wife uh, kids homekeeper housekeeper and Is Sean Taylor uh, Sean uh, Taylor, uh, no, no. Taylor yeah. yeah that's yeah. it and uh, they believed honestly that uh, this was a home invasion mm-hmm. and so what one of them did was get a get a handgun go outside and fire about eight to nine shots in a neighborhood with a whole bunch of five and ten billion dollar homes out there by by Coldstream, and uh, that one of the bullets uh, hit a teenage boy in the foot, or either that or a fragment of a bullet that ricocheted, and all hell broke loose. And so you're looking at felonious assault. You're looking at uh, a firearm situation. Now, the, the the fact that it was a mistaken identity goes the culpability or degree of scienter or mens rea that would indicate they had no intent to cause harm that could get it broken down to maybe a little something like aggravated assault, but you still have a gun being used, which is a spec that carries three years mandatory. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now you'd have to get rid of the spec and, uh, you know, it's a touchy situation. It's very rare when guns are used by mistake. It's similar to like maybe the rock out there in the Ponderosa that would be uh, shooting his numerous weapons and a mm-hmm. bullet yes. unintentionally flies a mile away and hits somebody. It's kind of similar to that. And, and if someone had been killed, it would have been a manslaughter, uh, maybe uh, maybe involuntary. But, but uh, someone's got serious culpability, which is why Scotty Croswell and Merlin Shiverdecker are the counsel. Those are serious lawyers called in when you're in trouble, and somebody... And the reason the search warrant was issued is that all of them clammed up uh, under advice of counsel. Nobody's saying nothing. So they wanted the, the sheriff's office, uh, Jermaine McGuffey uh, group, went into the home to search and find the weapon. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I don't, and there were numerous guns in there, which uh, if you come into my home, you'll find numerous guns. Just like Eddie's got a bunch of those Nerf guns, I'm sure. Right, you and the betcha. Rock's got eight, <laughs> sevens. And I got so, the real ones, uh, yeah. <laughs> I got real ones. So, 
Uh, you know, and then you go in there and seize the, as many weapons as you can and try to identify. Uh, I'm not sure they have a fragment of the bullet into the foot. I think it ricocheted and went somewhere else. But, you know, unfortunately, I mean, uh, this is a, no one, no one just before the shots were fired had criminal culpability. Nobody in that house thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to commit a crime right here with a gun. But no. you can't go outside. You can't do that. You you can't right. walk around and shoot. You just can't do that. Even if you think you can justify it, you have to wait till they get inside the house. If they were inside the house, then all hell could break loose right. and you're covered. But outside the house, you can't do that. See, and look, I understand that's the law and that that's the right call. But there's a some small element of, I won't call it sympathy, but for... You know, for someone like this that was in their house, they look on a surveillance camera. They see four armed people are getting ready. That they look armed, maybe coming into your house. I mean, can't you understand a little bit the fact that this person may be scared? If it was I as a dad, if I looked on looked outside and I saw four shadowy figures with something that looked like guns, I, I would want to stop them before they got in the house, right? So, is there Ooh. not some? I mean, how does that how does that would play out in court? It does play out. I mean, you don't have a high degree. Thank God. Uh, the kid's going to walk with a yes. limp for a few years, but uh, thank God that he didn't hit him in the head. Because right. Then you're talking about manslaughter, 12 years, right. mandatory. At least you have a minimus injury brought about by the conduct of the victim. The, the victim, the kid, kind of caused his own criminal injury by his uh, I guess you could say trespass. I guess you could say uh, the panic that was being caused. I guess you could say that it was inducing panic, which is the, the kid engaged in behavior that caused his own injury, that he engaged in causing another to have alarm. It's called inducing panic. Yeah. And so, but that still doesn't justify what happened. I have, I have sympathy for whoever fired the shot. Uh, shots, but you can't do that. You you can't in a neighborhood. You've been to Ayers Road. It's out there at Coldstream on the right. I have a it's a great American. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice. Even if it was a bad, who cares? Whatever community it is, if this happened in Avondale and someone's outside firing uh, eight or nine shots uh, willy nilly at something, I mean, it, it'd be it, it'd be dealt with. I hope the same, but probably differently. This oh, is I'd still Joe Mixon. Uh, I had on Sergeant Dan Hills today that talked about what happened at Third and Vine when, when there was a little bit of a car incident that went on, and and, and the woman, the 30-year-old woman, gave him the one-finger salute, and, and that's when Joe Bixon pulled out a Joe Bixon pulled out right. a handgun, foul language, and uh, threatened her, and all of a sudden the cop that did the investigation is in trouble because the powers that be at 801 Plum Street that this is a high-profile individual. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, it's, I, a damn I, it, it's the damnedest thing, and, and you hate to say it, but it, it's like, I, I do feel like this kind of falls under the category of Maybe we just shouldn't do the Nerf War thing anymore. Where you know, thirty years ago, it probably would have been fine. 
it, but it's a different world now. S- same thing with when people talk about, well, 30 years ago, uh, I could ride to high school with, with a shotgun in the back of my truck, and it wasn't yeah. a problem. But it's a different time. A- am I wrong in, in saying that? And that maybe this probably maybe this isn't the right thing for uh, folks in schools to allow to continue. I don't know. It just seems seems crazy, but maybe that's a little bit too much. And in the late uh, in the late 1960s, I took an airplane flight from Las Vegas to Cincinnati after Elvis Presley dropped me off at the airport. Him and Joe Esposito. That's a different story. I'm on the plane, and two guys get on a plane in McCarran Field with shotguns. And I'm looking at this. And may I use the term stewardess? But there I call it flight attendants. Said, sir, are those unloaded? And they said, yes. Okay, put them in the overhead bin. No, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> put them in. And I thought, and it wasn't a big deal, but today, uh, I, I, it just seemed like Joe Mixon went through about a six-year period where he wasn't cold-cocking any co-heads, and, co-heads, and he wasn't messing around that much. And all of a sudden, within a few weeks, right. he's brandishing yeah. before the Buffalo game and his house. And now you got to hire. I mean, you know, wouldn't you agree, Rock? Joe Mixon is done as a Bengal. Oh, I said this to yeah. Rocky a little while ago. And he yeah. said the same thing. Where I mean, he has absolutely zero culpability in this. But it's like the universe is is saying, you know what? This is this is a, a, a you know an arrangement that needs to be separated, kind of thing. Even though this particular part of this story is is not his fault, but yeah, I, I think this is just one more thing the Bengals could use and say, you know what? This is just you know add this to the list of why maybe we should part ways. Can you see Zach Taylor saying, "What happened? Say that again." <laughs> a nerf, nerf wars, a nerf. Yeah, this is after. But, yeah. You know, I can see Elizabeth Blackburn Brown saying, "Holy moly, what what the hell is going on around this?" And we, yeah. I think, the last few years we've had none of these incidents with, with Bengal players acting up, and all of a sudden, within you know, within six weeks, you got a woman, and the woman should be given the one finger salute, you know. But on the other hand, she should have cut him off. But on the other hand. Just before the Buffalo game, the greatest game the Bengals have ever played, you got the star running back brandishing a gun using the F-bomb, and the police can't touch me. And and then the cop who did the investigation is demoted because he he filed charges of misdemeanor against a high-profile Bengal running back when somebody maybe at City Hall wanted to give him a break, and he got out. Wow. I'm going, oh, my God. I mean... It's just, well, Rock, Rock, what are you going to do when you three boys want to get those Nerf guns and want to run around Harrison? Yeah, I know. Do? I, I Seriously, I, I'm, I'm torn here because part of me is like, oh, this is fun and the community likes it. There's some sort of camaraderie to it kind of deal and something that people will look back uh, when they're having beers when they're 30. But I remember that time in high school we did the Nerf War thing. But I, I just, I've, and, and the world is just crazy. <laughs> to your point about the shotguns, me in 19, let's say this is 1996. I was a sophomore at St. Xavier High School, and we had to do a class where we had to show how something worked, like describe the process. So, in my infinite wisdom, I bring in my compound bow and arrow, okay? I bring in <laughs> a bow and arrow, and, and I told the teacher, I said, Hey, am I allowed to bring this in? And he goes, Um, well, uh, can you take the, the tips out of the arrows? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. 
But still, an arrow flies at like 300 feet per second. It still would have went right through someone. But I walked through the halls of St. Xavier High School, 1996, with a bow and like five arrows. No one batted an eye. Today it would have been, (laughs) I mean, national news. (laughs) (laughs) Different time, man. Going up and down the building. And I I don't know how we can't live out our youth to an extent without causing the SWAT team to arrive. But... I, I don't know what you do when kids want to protest. And in my day, it was having 3.2% beer in the parking lot at Deer Park High School. In your day, it was taking in uh, bows and arrows with the tips off. And uh, and today, it's Nerf Wars. And it's like, my God. I mean, I, I you, just, you just never know in life. But someone's going to take a hit for this one. When bullets are fired, kids are hurt. And Joe Bixton wasn't there, pure as the driven snow. Some people just att- attach themselves to difficulty, and Joe Bixton's in a bad stretch. And with that, Willie, we will let you go, buddy. God bless America. Thank you very much. Thanks, our, Willie. Our good friend, Willie Cunningham. I knew he had, he'd have some sure as dope with us on that. But But the other side of that is... Are we able to have any fun anymore? Because like, well, that could be—that's a potential lawsuit. There's a potential danger there, yeah, and, and I get it, I understand. But at what point is it like? Do we just wrap ourselves in bubble wrap and sit there and don't do anything fun, anything to get the adrenaline pumping at all? Nothing uh, in the innocence of youth. I, I, I see both sides of it. I really do. All right, and with that, uh, let's check in with traffic and weather. Scott, what is going on? From the UC Health Traffic Center, UC Gardner Neuroscience Institute, providing our region with the most advanced treatments for brain, spine, and nerve conditions. Big problem with a big delay on 275 eastbound at the uh, Coney Bridge. It's stop-and-go traffic from Three Mile Road. About 30 minutes of stop-and-go left lane is blocked because of an accident. 275 eastbound at Kellogg Avenue. Accident right lane is blocked. You're on the brakes pretty heavy there. About 10 minutes worth of delay on 75 north before Town Street with an accident on the right shoulder. Stop-and-go from Mitchell. And it looks like a problem on 75 south right before 74 accident two right lanes are blocked about 20 minutes of stop and go from norwood lateral i'm scott bradley on news radio 700 wlw the forecast from a 700 wlw weather center for tonight partly cloudy 27 for tomorrow clouds and 54 it is 51 now news radio 700 wlw we know it's the lenten season and that it's tradition to give up something you really enjoy but don't give up listening to Scott Sloan. I mean, there's plenty of other stuff you could give up, like hot showers or tater tots. I, I know, it'll be tough, but I'd sacrifice one of those instead. Giving up 40 days of Sloney? Man, that's like 40 days without going to the bathroom. It ain't healthy, and your insides are going to seriously cramp. Scott Sloan, tomorrow morning at 9 on 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Reset your rest at Mattress Firm's Big Spring Sale. Shop top brands today and save up to $700. Plus, get a... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.